Welcome to Dr. Zoe Today, where the topics are real, raw, and relevant about love, sex, and relationships. Warning, do not listen to this show if you are sensitive to controversial issues or easily offended. Dr. Zoe and her guests are not to be held liable for any shock, pissing of the pants, sudden desire of change, or uncontrollable laughter. Now, here's your host, Dr. Zoe. Hey, all my naughty ones, and welcome back to the show. I love my listeners, and lots of you guys submit questions every week that we never get a chance to answer. So tonight, I'm going to answer as many questions that you've entered on love, sex, and relationships as I can, and I have with me Gabby to co-host. Gabby, welcome back, girl. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me back. So for everybody that doesn't know, Gabby was on earlier this season, and if you missed that interview, it was called Sexually Fluid with Gabby. Definitely go back in our show archives and listen to that show. It was hilarious. Everybody that heard it loved it. So Gabby, that's why I wanted to have you back on tonight to help me out with the listeners' questions. But go ahead. Yes, and go ahead and give out your Instagram again. So my Instagram is Gabby, G-A-B-I, period, green eyes, Gabby Green Eyes. All right, right, cool. And the way that I connected with Gabby is, go ahead, tell them the show you were on. So I was one of the participants in the MTV show Lohan Beach Club, where Lindsay Lohan was my boss, and I spent my summer in Mykonos working for her. Yeah, and it was so awesome, and that's how I connected with Gabby. I had on another uh, personality that was on the show, Lindsay Lohan's um, business partner, Panos, and you can listen to that show as well in our show archives. Gabby, let's get started on the listeners' questions they've written in, and so what do we have? Let's get started on this. All right, so let's start with this. First off, should I say their name? Yeah, you can say their name before or after, whichever one you want to. All right. Kobe writes in saying, I'm 19 and African-American. My girlfriend is Caucasian and my family is giving me hell. I just can't help who I'm attracted to, but I love my family. What should I do? So I am the first person in my family to kind of mix it up. (laughs) <laughs> I have a white baby, a black baby, and a Spanish baby. Right and back, uh, yeah, and <laughs> you know, I had a little mixed baby before it was in style. <laughs> and so it was very, very controversial. Um, you know, in my family, it was definitely extremely controversial. But you know what, Kobe, we've got to break generational cycles of racism on both sides of this, you know, no matter what, like I'm Greek and Italian and, you know, I mean, there was a lot of prejudice against blacks and whites in my family when I was a kid. Um, Nothing like too crazy, but it was there, the undertones. And, you know, I've always been friends with everybody and I love diversity. I love interracial relationships. They're absolutely beautiful. My Spanish child is dating a beautiful black girl. My black child is into white girls. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, it's really, it's really just all about love and who you love. It doesn't matter the color of their skin, you know, whatever color, creed, culture, you know, it doesn't matter. It's all about love. So just stand um, for that love and your family, once they see that, you know, she's cool and, you know, they probably will end up accepting it, and maybe you're that first person in your family to kind of break the the cycle. So uh, wish you the best, Toby. Okay, what's next? Okay, I think that this one is an important one because I know a lot of people go through this now. I'm 16 going to going into my junior year of high school. I sent a lot of nudes to my ex-boyfriend and even made a few videos of us messing around. Since he broke up, he has literally shown half of the school. I'm dreading going back now. Do you have any advice, Amber? Yeah, so this is really common, and I think a lot of kids do go through this. Um, very, very common. So as I'm, you know, raising my kids, what I always tell my kids is like, listen, you can send like suggestive photos, but think about your future you know what I mean like even like my whole life like just being so careful even though I'm like so wild and crazy you know you got to be so careful you've got to think of your future you've got to think of 
future relationships. And when you're 16, you know, not every, we think maybe that a relationship is going to last forever, but it usually doesn't. Right. So you, you know, being suggestive and everything now it's too late. What was her name? Amber? Yes. Okay. So Amber, you know, now it's too late. The deed is done. It's already done. So what you have to do is girl, you just have to own it. You walk with your head held high. You have confidence. And if anybody really, if you want to give them a response and somebody says something, just be like, I was in a committed relationship and, you know, that's what was up. But just own it and just be like, damn right, that was me. And, you know, continue to, like, build the type of reputation you want. If you're a good girl, continue to be a good girl and just don't fuck up again. You know, and sorry if Amber's parents ever listen, like, you know, I cuss a lot on this show. So, you know, we're not, you're not really supposed to be listening to the show unless you're 18 <laughs> or older, but like all these kids listen to the show. So there's really nothing I can do about it. You know, I mean, but yeah, Amber, just don't, it, don't mess up again, you know, and also use this as an example to like your other girlfriends and talk to your other girlfriends about it. And Gab, what's your take on this, Gabby? So in my opinion, I think the fact that he showed your nudes is more of a reflection on him and his personality yeah. than you. I I know as a woman, there's so much judgment that goes around based on our bodies, and you're the one who's getting the shit for it, not him, even though he was a part of these some of these videos as well, which is the gist I was getting. So I agree yeah. with you completely. Walk around, keep your head up high, love yourself, own yourself, and just know that people's opinions, you can't let them change your own opinion of yourself. True, true, true. And as far as he goes, typical immature teenage boy, just be thankful they're not on the internet somewhere and he's just showing people, you know, because a lot of girls, they send this stuff and it ends up on the internet. It ends up on porn sites. So you guys out there, you got to be careful. And I'm not just talking to the girls, the boys. Boy, I, I, I'm raising two sons. And, like, all through their high school years, I'm like, listen, don't be on Snap. I'm telling you, you can take a picture with another phone. Don't think you're safe on Snapchat. <laughs> nope, everything know, is like, safe. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. All right, so what's the next question? Shannon writes in saying, I found out my son is jerking off to gay porn. Does this mean he's gay? Okay, so yeah, most likely he is gay, but your job as a parent is to love him through his journey. If he is or he isn't, that doesn't matter. You know, he's, you know, you've been just a vessel that's brought this individual into this time based in reality. And your job as his mom is to love him for who he is as an individual. So, you know, I, man, I would love to have a gay son. So if you're going to just right? send, him, send him my way. <laughs> we can care <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. oh, parent. I'm here for it. Absolutely. Because, you know, there's so this is another epidemic in our country and, you know, especially here in the United States um, with, you know, the different Bible belts and 38,000 different denominations of Christianity and saying that we're a quote unquote Christian nation and all this crap. Um, there's kids that, you know, have committed suicide because they haven't been accepted by their parents or they're afraid yeah. to tell their parents. And this is a serious issue. This is not anything that's even funny. We like to have a good time here on the show, too, and we're going to have a good time tonight. But this is very serious, and it's so important as a parent that we teach our children and that we're going to love them unconditionally no matter what, period. End of story. Okay. Gabby, what do you – yeah. Yeah, so let's go ahead and go to the next question. What are your views on polyamory? One of my friends is legally married to one person – and the two of them are in a non-recognized marriage with a third for a three-sided marriage that's working. They also have a larger polyamorous relationship with another couple who are married. So that's five people. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm so sorry. You got to read, this, got, read right. this one again. All right, I got you. All right, so first of all, let's begin. What are your views on polyamory? This woman actually okay. says. Well, let me, let me go. Let me stop, pause. Let me talk about that for a second. Okay. So polyamory to me, like, I just started learning personally about polyamory more in depth over the past, I would say, three to four years. 
there's so many flavors and opportunities out there. And while years ago we heard about couples being swingers and we heard about couples having an open relationship and that was really taboo like five to ten years ago. And now polyamory has become had a hotter, more acceptable. Yeah. And what it basically is, is like instead of being in an open relationship or being swingers, polyamory is just puts you in serious relationships with other couples who want to be kind of in open relationships. But the thing about polyamory that's interesting is that these are people who are really have like a level of sexual consciousness when it comes to diseases and being more safe and careful out there. Most of the time in polyamory events, communities, couples, relationships, the people that are having sex together, they're all tested for HIV. They know uh, each other's history. But what usually ends up happening, um, and I happen to have my first for 12 years, Gabby, I've been the confidential coach to affluent, powerful men all over the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, everything from political leaders to, and this is what I do uh, for a living, and I love it, love, love, love what I do. Um, and I had my very first polyamorous uh, male, man, um, oh, who was cool. married, married with children, and then had they had relationships with two other couples. What ended up happening was he fell in love with another woman, she fell in love with another man. So again, it doesn't always work. And it takes like a lot of self-confidence. There can't be uh, any insecurity. And basically it's like for people, to me, it's kind of, sometimes it's a little weird and it seems a little cultish to me. And I'm like, ooh. But other times I think, oh, this is just an option for people who want to be in an open relationship, but they want to be more safe. But, you know, so do you know anything about, about this? Um, I do. I actually have a friend who considers himself to be polyamorous and he has a number of girls who live with him in his house and who he takes care of and <laughs> they kind of become a little sister wives. It's very interesting. Okay, is that considered polyamorous too? Because it's not, it's just having like multiple wives that will and, live in. And they, and they all are interested in each other and sexually engaged with each other. And oh, okay. Well, that's we, cool. But I had a very interesting conversation with him recently because he realized that as much as he – it was especially fun for him and as much as he loves having multiple women, um, there, he tends to have one girl who he's especially close with, and there's been a lot of falling out because of jealousy getting involved. Because at the end of yeah. the day, if you're in a relationship and you love someone and you, you were with them first, right. at some point – it gets hard to watch them sleep with other people. <laughs> like, it's, I'm crazy. That's, I, that's I human nature. I would cut somebody. I, could not I know. That. That's human nature. That's why a lot of this stuff, even though we want to encourage individualism. In other words, like, everyone is entitled to what works for them. The main thing and the message that I try to get across is be safe in that. But most importantly, be open and honest in whatever your choices are. So, yeah, it does. It gets a little messy. It gets a little messy, definitely. It takes certain types of people. I think a lot of people jump into these different relationships and think, oh, yeah, I'm down for this or I'm down for that. And I want to make this person happy that I love or whatever. Or I want to yep. be, you know, exploring and everything. But then it hits them and they haven't done the mindset work they haven't done, you know, and really realize like what their preference is, what really works for you. You know, are you a monogamous creature? Like I'm a a monogamous creature. Like I'm a freak, but it's all done within monogamy. Will I fuck around when I'm single and fuck around being the key thing and not have intercourse because I'm, you know, I don't want to catch any diseases and I'm more careful. Well, yeah. But will I like <laughs> make out with someone and doesn't matter, like, you know, whoever I feel like, if I want to make out with somebody or mess around with somebody. Yeah. But when it comes down to like being sexually active with someone, for me personally, it has to be in a connected monogamous relationship, someone that I have a connection with in all areas, spiritually, mentally, physically, all of it. That's what I like. Yeah. But that's me everybody's different. Every single person is different. 
you know? So I feel like we have to be open to accept each other and our choices, but be honest in those choices as well. So, yeah, that's awesome, though. It reminds me of somebody that I know that tells me all the time, I'm going to be a sugar daddy, and I'm going to have three girls that live with me, and your friend Listen, actually is It all sounds living good it. until one gets jealous. Yeah, I go it's not so. that easy. Yep, yeah. exactly. Okay, next question. All right, well, I think this leads in perfectly into the next question. I'm supposed to be in an open relationship with my wife, but have fallen in love with one of the girls who we have been sleeping yeah. with. I want to leave my wife, but I feel guilty. What should I do? Danny. Okay. Yeah. So this is exactly what happens. Um, and this is very, very common. And that's why a lot of times open relationships don't work. Um, you got to be honest, you know, there's, you know, if she was open to this and, you know, then she set herself up for this potentially happening. So I'm not saying like you're right, you know, by any means, I'm not saying like taking sides or anything, but when she decided to be in this type of relationship, she, you know, this comes with the territory sometimes. So what you got to do is you have to be honest with her because she's going to end up finding out. But not only that, you're going to be miserable unless you're honest if you're feeling guilty. So you're going to have to be honest. You're going to have to, you know, either walk away, um, you know, see what her reaction is. And communication is definitely key. Definitely. All right. Next question. Okay, Annalise says, so I cheated, no sex though, just the other stuff fooling around on my boyfriend with a coworker. Honestly, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I cheated, no sex though, just the other stuff fooling around on my boyfriend with a coworker. Honestly, the relationship was going south already, or anyway. Someone snooched on me, and he confronted me. I admitted to it, oh, God, and started laughing in his face so hard that I nearly choked. Then he threw his drink at me. It landed on my, on my face an excessive shirt I just bought. Wasn't that still rude? He should still have to pay for what he ruined, right? What? I'm okay. Shook right she now. cheated. She cheated on her boyfriend. She didn't have sex, so fooling around, but she still cheated. If you cheated, you cheated. Period. Doesn't matter. Okay. Like totally doesn't matter. If you cheated, you cheated. Um, with a coworker. Okay. So the relationship, the relationship was going south, and then he found out and threw a drink on her and ruined well, her shirt. And I think he should pay for it. But it's because when he confronted her, she laughed in his face. Oh, yeah, no. You're lucky you didn't get your ass beat. Not that a man should ever hit a woman, but I would have, if I was that guy, Annalise, I would have had, like, one of my I friends that was a female that, like, beat your ass. Um, yeah, you got off easy, bitch. <laughs> no, how, 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 and, I don't think it's okay yeah. for you to do that and laugh at somebody. His feelings are valid. You made right. the decision that you were going to cheat. Yeah, was, and if you're going to play, you're going to pay, period. Yep. And of course, he shouldn't have to replace your freaking shirt. You're lucky that's all that happened. You need to just walk away and, like, you know, no. Like, oh, my gosh, that's horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. All right, let's move on. All right. Next question. I've been having sex with my fiance's father. I don't oh. know how to tell him. My boyfriend and I have been together for four years. I've been having sex with his father for a couple of months now. What started off as a little harmless flirting between the two of us has led us having sex every weekend. My boyfriend just proposed to me last week, and he wants to start a family. What should I do? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so you're definitely a hoe. You're ratchet. Okay, this is so oh dysfunction. Dysfunction breeds dysfunction. And you know what? Um, what's her name? Does she give a name? It's probably not her real name. I would assume not, but her name is Brittany. Okay, so Brittany, here's the bottom line. If you're into old guys and that's your thing because maybe you have daddy issues or maybe you just like old guys, maybe you just like saggy nuts, whatever the case may be. It doesn't matter. Like maybe, this dad, maybe this dad is hot. Maybe he doesn't have saggy balls. <laughs> if, you're into, if you're into old, but wait a second. If you're into older men, then you're into older men. But... 
let's just draw the line in the sand and move that to the side, Brittany, because fucking your fiance's father is disgusting, ratchet, dysfunctional. You wrote into the wrong show. You know, you just like, no, like you're completely and out of line. And what's going to, what you need to do is basically you need to come forth and tell your fiance the truth. Do not marry this guy under any circumstances. You have no right to marry this guy. It's all dysfunction. You need to like, you know, walk away, move, purchase a new identity and start And keep it going. Yeah. No. That is yeah. across the line. There's no way to completely start anybody who you have done that to. I mean, oh, just, yeah. a, just think about it vice versa, Brittany. Think about it, if your fiance slept with your mother, you would be fuming. Yeah. You would be fuming. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, as she said, it started off as some innocent flirting, harmless flirting uh, between the two of them. This is horrible. Like, you Already definitely need to. Well, it's just this dysfunction junction. This is just trash. You know, it's horrible. But, you know, also, you know what, Gabby? I think that, you know, Pornhub doesn't help because there's so no. much stuff about, like, family and all that crap on there. Like, I fucked this. I fucked that. It's all, like, family members and stuff. And that's not normal. You know what the funny thing is? Okay. So, listen, your girl has to masturbate sometimes, so I can't go out here and just sleep with everybody. But if, right. I go, if I go on a site like that and I see, like, just had the best sex with my stepdad, I personally get really grossed out and can't even watch the video. Like, you just ruined the entire video for me based on your trashy title and story that you put on it. Yeah. Um, I just got, like, the, like, shivers just thinking about it. Yeah. and But this is her fiancé's dad. So, you know, that's this is, like, way over crossing the line. So let's move on because she doesn't deserve any more of our time. None. All right. On to the next one. Bye, Kalisha. Lucas writes in saying, I was messaging a girl I used to date and my girlfriend found out. She smashed up my car with a bat and is saying she doesn't want to be with me anymore. Don't Uh, you think that is a little irrational? Uh, uh, um, I'm jamming all over again. I'm playing. No, just the thing through. is, it's like it really. I can't answer this question fairly without knowing what was in the messages. I think we're like, leaving something out. Yeah. Like, how do we know? Like, what did the messages say? Like, if they were just like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, that's one thing. Then yes, it would be a little irrational. But if it was like, baby, I miss you. Oh, I, you know, can't wait to feel you again or something like that. Then no, it wasn't irrational. And the thing is, is like, you know, I mean, this is what happens when you fuck with badass bitches. You have to be open and honest. And you shouldn't be, you know, with your girlfriend if you're still into your ex anyway. And if she said, hey, I don't want you to talk to any of your exes, and that's what you agreed on. Then you got to stay true to what you agree on. And again, just open honesty. That's the best policy. So irrational, it depends on the situation. Lucas, I'm sorry. All right, next. Okay, next question. Um, I'm a gay man who is totally into puppy play, but I still want a monogamous relationship, even though I'm a little freaky. Do you think that this is possible? Derek? Yes, I definitely think it's possible. Because there's lots of freaks that are flying their flags, just like you, Derek, and puppy play. That's interesting. <laughs> but Can yeah, I get to what puppy play is because I'm I don't know what this is. I feel like okay. I'm so puppy play is basically like it's kind of like um, the only thing I really know about it is like I think the puppy is like the submissive, and then. Like, the other person is the dominant. And puppy play is, like, the submissive gets dressed up and, like, you know, leashes and collars and lover, And then put, like, a mask on. You know, it gets better. And puts, like, a, some of them, like, wear a mask that actually looks like a dog or a puppy. And then, like, there's even, like, tails or, like, um, like G-strings that have like a tail. It's like they have it's really that have tails. Uh, it's a thing. Okay. This is a All thing. Right. This is definitely a fetish. It's definitely a thing. There's also pony play. I think that's what it's called. Pony play. Where it's kind of the same thing where the uh, pony is is uh, 
is dominated as well. So, no, I think, you know, what's interesting is that some of the most conservative businessmen um, have these fetishes and you would never know it. And this is what they do on the weekend. So I absolutely 100%, I really, truly believe it's just kind of being in a fantasy world. Some people want to go drink. Some people want to go do drugs and other people want to explore sexual fantasies and fetishes. So, you know, again, to each his own, but I definitely 100% think that you can find somebody perfect for you. Yeah. Okay, next question. <laughs> You're like, what the hell is puppy play? I just, I just really did not know what puppy play was, but hey, I'm, I'm, all, yeah. yes, I'm, all, I'm here for it. Get your, get your groove on, Derek. Get your kinks. Get your kinks out. All right. All right. Next question is from Paolo. He says, my wife has recently been caring a lot more about her appearance. She's been wearing more revealing clothing and started getting her pubic hair waxed. Should I be concerned? Hmm. Well, first of all, every time we get, I think you should be a little concerned, but let me just tell you how it feels whenever we get waxed. Yes. So whenever we get waxed, it's just like so luxurious. Every little touch, every little feel is more. If it's something new that she's doing, I think number one, try to embrace it. Try to be like, you know what? I just got an upgrade because that's what happens, sweetheart. But if you don't embrace it, if she's just trying to like better herself as a person physically, you know, with her appearance, then you need to embrace it because we're all ever evolving. We're all changing. So if we're going to be in a successful relationship, we have to understand that we're all changing. So I think that if you act like it's a big, a big deal and you act like something is going on, you're going to push her away. But again, communication is key and I would embrace it and act like you love it. But I also would be a little bit concerned because a lot of times, sometimes when you're in a long-term relationship, a relationship and something is happening like that, it is because of, you know, maybe there's a concern. So just make sure you're meeting her needs. Make sure you embrace these changes and try to, you know, go that route first and then dig a little deeper and through communication, if she's not happy or she's interested in somebody else, then, you know, you're going to have to face those facts. What do you think, Gabby? I, I have two different opinions on it. One is that, especially being in a long-term relationship, sometimes can start, sometimes things can start to get dull. It's just how it yeah. goes. Things get, things get monotonous. Absolutely. And they just kind of repeat. So if she wants to come in and kind of spice things up and feel better about herself, which I'm sure a lot of it just has to do with making herself feel better, I agree. Right. So embrace it. If you feel like there's something else going on and there's other behavioral changes, then I think it's your job as her husband to reach out, communicate, see what she needs as a person to make her happy and help satisfy her in your continuing relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Agree. Okay, who's next? All right, next is Vincent. I feel like I can't perform sexually anymore. My mind is somewhere else. Is this normal? It is. Um, again, back to the fact that I've been counseling men for over a decade. Um, first of all, usually it's a mental and not a medical issue. <clears throat> Excuse me. So if this just started, Vincent, what I would do is I would look at my life and I would be like, okay, am I really stressed out? Am I not attracted to the person that I'm with anymore? So is there issues with the person I'm with? Is there a lot of pressure right now? You know, there's so many stresses in life, like, you know, business-wise, like, you know, even purchasing a home. Like, there could yeah. be something going on in your life where there's an underlying stress and or there's an underlying situation in your relationship, and then you're having those issues. So look at that first and figure that out mentally and try to take it from a mental mindset standpoint first and try to clear up that stress, clear up whatever's going on, and then, you know, give yourself a little time. If you're still having issues after that and there isn't any stress factors in your life, then I would definitely, you know, get um, see a doctor and see if it's something medical. But I would give yourself a break. It's probably just some underlying stress that's going on in your life right now, or you're not admitting to yourself that you're not attracted to your partner anymore, period. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, next. Period. All right. Oh, Lord, this is from Jared. 
Jared says, I caught my girlfriend cheating on me with two guys, and now she's saying she wants to take a break to think about what she really wants. What should I do? Well, hold on, hold on. I just want to know, first off, was she cheating with two guys at the same time or two separate guys? It's both terrible, but, like, I'm just curious. Okay, another thing is, is that she's saying that she wants to take a break now. So we got to pay attention to that, right? So she cheated. She's saying that she wants, whether it was with two guys or once uh, or two guys separately. And she's saying that she wants to break down. What was the last part of the question? What should I do? Wow. Okay. So you're playing yourself, basically. Your girlfriend's over there. Like, oh. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm a hundred plus and that bitch. That bitch. <laughs> okay, so you know, obviously she's not that into you, or she wouldn't have cheated on you with two guys, whether it was at once or separately. Either one is bad. Two separate occasions, that's pretty bad, and that's all you know about. Two at once, that's pretty bad too. Pretty bad. Too. So yeah. So either way, she's not that into you. So what I would do, if I were you, is let her go. Let her go. Don't say she, you want a break. You want a break? 100% that bitch, go take your break. I'm done. You have to walk away. Don't keep subjecting yourself. If this happens, it's going to happen again. End of the story. And if you're hurt, you're obviously hurt because you're writing in, what should I do? I mean, what you should do is walk away, period. End of story. Because if she did it, if she did it now, she'll do it again. And that's how I feel about 100%. it. Yeah, I, I, I always say once a cheater, always a cheater, and that's what's happening. If she did it to you once and you yeah. accept it, she's gonna do with it two again. Guys. At that point, with you two guys, it yeah, with two guys, maybe she had you know them both at once. Maybe it was separate. It doesn't matter. It's it doesn't two matter. guys already. So don't play yourself. Walk away, you know, and get over it. Take the time, you know, cry your eyes out. Take the time it takes to heal from the situation. But you can't let her say, "I want a break no. now." You're the Jared, one that should have been better. like, "Bitch." Goodbye, period. That's it. So, so yeah, you got to walk away. You right, deserve better, baby. Yes. All right. Andy says, is it a good idea to have sex with my ex-wife, even though we do not plan on getting back together? We've been divorced for three <laughs> years. Oh, God. No, it's not a good idea. You know, I, I have to admit I've been here, right? I've been in this situation where I got a divorce and then... I had to walk away from the the marriage, the relationship, but the sex, you know, I mean, it was a little hard. It was probably because I didn't want to get into another serious relationship right away. <clears throat> so the sex was so good that we kept having sex for a little while. And it doesn't work out because once you close the door, you have to keep the door shut in order to really heal and move on. If you ever want to have another successful relationship, You've got to shut that door completely. If you don't and you leave a crack in the door, and trust me, just because it's fucking doesn't mean that you're not leaving the crack open. But if yeah. you leave that door open a little bit and you continue to sleep with her, then guess what's going to happen? You're not, neither one of you are going to ever really truly be able to, be move, able to on. move on. Yeah. So I definitely think that it's not a good idea. You know, no matter how good the sex is, because, you know, it's always the psycho ones that are the best fucks. So probably it's a situation where you had to get a divorce for whatever reason. (laughs) And and now, you know, and now you're going back to that shit because the sex was good. And that's a huge mistake. There's somebody else out there that the sex can be just as good with. And, you know, you both, you got to end it. So you both can move on, period. End of story. Yeah. What do you think? I completely agree. If you guys divorced, it was for a reason. Do not backtrack. Do not go back. I don't care how bomb the pussy is. It's not worth potential drama or heartache that you can cause to mm. yourself or the mm. rest of your family. It's time to let it go. Just like Jared needs to let it go, you need to let it go too. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100% for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I'm guilty too. Like I've been there. I totally get it, you know. But not three years after the divorce, but still, I totally get it. All right. What's next? All right. Danielle writes in saying, my boyfriend and I have been together for a year. 
have been together for a year, and he left a month ago to work overseas for four months. You FaceTime and have phone sex, but it's starting to get a little difficult. Do you have any suggestions for keeping the spice in a long-distance relationship? Yes, as a matter of fact, definitely. So phone sex, FaceTiming, long-distance relationships, another thing that I'm familiar with. And, you know, I can't admit that I still love phone sex. Like, there's just something about after a long day, and, like, you know, I get tired of Pornhub, and, like, just, you know, getting off on the phone, you know, good night. Just the voice and the sound. Yes. Yes. And when you're good at it, it's amazing, especially if it's somebody you have been with or you're talking to or whatever you have a connection with, whatever. So phone sex is great, right? Well, there's thanks to technology. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm already gagging on this. Oh, it tastes good. Well, anyway. Well, you're having fun over there. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to so, know what's going on that I'm missing out on. <laughs> thanks to technology, there is this new sex toy, which is so fucking cool. It's really awesome, and I, I'm so intrigued by this, and I want to use it, definitely. It's called Lovin', and I just heard about it recently. It's L-O-V-N-S-E dot com. L-O-V, love, N-S-E dot com. And what it is, is basically it's two devices. And, you know, you, the female, you have like a dildo type, you know, toy. And he has this like, you know, this pussy basically that he can like slide on his top. And you can control each other's toys from your phone. Yo, that is the most lit thing I've ever heard. There's a coinciding app. And he can, you know, you can make his toy throb, like, tighter and tighter, and it stimulates, like, like your orgasm. Oh yes. And then, yes. And then he can control your toy and make it go faster or whatever. But the cool thing is, too, is if you get on FaceTime and you're playing with your toys at the same time and you're controlling each other's toys, they react to each other, too. So there's different modes that you can have. And then you can play with your toys by yourself too. And I think you can even like, like sync it to music and it'll move to the music and stuff. So really, really cool. And that's L-O-V-N-S-E.com. Really cool way to keep things spicy in a long distance relationship. And I think because people are meeting online so much and, you know, and then, and then like I deal with a lot of celebrities and celebrities are always traveling and business people are always traveling. So there's a lot of people that have, long distance situations or where they're apart from each other a lot. So this is a really cool, this is something awesome. I think that could come in really, really handy. Bless you, Gabby. Are you going to, I'm going to take away from the, from, from my mic and it just did not work. So I'm so sorry. You're good. But no, also I want to add, I think that that, that idea for a sex toy is absolutely amazing. And I'm don't, I'm not in a relationship and don't have a long-term relationship, but if anybody wants to have one, just so I can try out this toy, you know, just let me know. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? So, I mean, really, really, really cool. Really cool. I think that, um, you know, I think that technology is taking us to totally different places. Have you seen like the headgears where people can put them on and they could just have like virtual sex? With like all kinds of people and stuff, and it feels what? so I need, real. I, I, need, I need these things. What are these? <laughs> this would crave my 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 high we'll sexual talk about appetite. <laughs> yes, we will talk. About, let's go ahead, and we're gonna take a quick break, real quick. And now it's time for Doctor Zoe's sexiest pick of the week. If you would like a chance to win sexiest pick of the week and a shout out on the show, just download the Doctor Zoe Today app and enter through the sexiest pick challenge tab. Here's the rules. Oh, there are none. Yes, yes, yes. So you guys are so awesome, and you keep submitting your pictures for Sexiest Picture of the Week. And we got so many. Gabby, I don't even think we were doing this last time you were on the show. We just started this like a month ago. And so we started Dr. Zoe's Sexiest Picture of the Week, and you could submit your pictures like we just said right through the app. And we're getting so many, but I need more girls to enter. So guys... Get your girlfriends to enter pictures. Girls, send in your photos. You know, again, they don't have to be anything over the top, but send in your photos. But this week's winner is Brandon Smith, and Brandon is from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And you can check out Brandon's pick in our photo gallery on the Dr. Zoe Today app. Congratulations, Brandon. Did you see that boy's picture? 
let me just say, good Lord, that is a fine man. Mm. Oh, my mm. God, Brandon, mm. I'm, in my, I'm in Miami a lot. Let me know what's good, man. Ooh, Brandon, looking Ooh. good. Yes, keep up, fire. Keep up the good work, Brandon. Okay, let's get back to the questions. And we are with Gabby answering your questions on love, sex, and relationships. Yeah. Okay, let's what go. other freaky mofos do we have out here? Do we have any more food? We we do. I'm excited for this question. All right. I'm a straight, conservative, middle-aged man, but I'm very attracted to transsexuals. I'm not sure if I I should act on this or not because it may ruin my reputation. Any advice from perplexed? (laughs) Okay, I like that. I like that he didn't put his real name and he put perplexed. That's cute. Um, This is really common, too. Uh, you know, I mean, for people out there listening and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, why are they talking about such trash? Can you believe this? It's <laughs> so horrible. Listen, let me tell you, this is so common. Chicks with dicks, straight men that like chicks with dicks, so common. And for transsexuals, I'm not trying to disrespect, but, you know, not at all. I think you're beautiful. Um, but yeah, this is very, very common. And what I would say is that unless you're true to who you have become, what's this guy's name? I'm really bad at that. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Mr. Perplex, listen here, darling. As long as you do not embrace who you are and you're not true to who you have become, maybe you weren't attracted to transsexuals a year ago or 10 years ago, but now you are. So you wrote in for a reason, and you have to accept who you are. And, yes, of course, you should explore it. And whatever means, ways that you feel necessary, there's tons of options out there. I would just say definitely be safe. Don't, like, go to Craigslist or something. You know, be safe. Yeah, please, please do not yeah. do that. Yes, don't do that because that's, like, horrible. It's really setting yourself up. But for everyone listening, don't do stuff on Craigslist. It's so dangerous. Even Tinder. Like I've told, I've talked about it before on the show where I've had, you know, you know, straight men tell me they went and they were supposed to meet a chick on Tinder and they walk in and it's a guy on all fours, like an old dude on all fours tied up and he's like, just fuck me, just fuck oh, me wow. and leave. And I just fuck me and leave. And I won't tell anybody like, you know, not only that, but then on Craigslist, there's lots of people who have been murdered, raped, you know, hurt, and you just have to be safe. So what I would say is definitely explore this. Be true to who you have become. Um, it doesn't have to be. It can be something that you do something confidential, confidentially. There's a lot of people out there that have these same fetishes. This is very common. Don't feel guilty about it. You know, just explore it. But don't live a lie. If you live a lie and, like, you know, and you're trying to live a double life or you're trying to live a lie, then you're going to be miserable, period. You know, nobody needs to know your personal business. This is your personal business. And if you want to explore this, then you definitely do it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. What's next? What do we got? Our next question is from Becca. I'm a lesbian and my dad's a pastor who preaches against being gay all the time. I feel like I'm living a lie because I'm even messing around with a few of the ladies in his church. What should I do? (laughs) I mean, that's really a mood. That's a whole mood. (laughs) I feel like I just choked on my water. (laughs) Ooh, I don't chug so easily either. Okay, Becca. Becca. I, 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 with, keep, I keep that comment, by the way. Becca. <laughs> Becca, which I'm sure your name is Rebecca. You got a good Bible name that your daddy gave you. So daddy's a pastor, right? Am I getting this straight? Daddy's Correct. a pastor. She's a lesbian. He preaches against being gay, and she's sleeping with some ladies in the church. Okay, first of all, number one. Daddy's a pastor. Pastor's kids are the most craziest kids. I grew up in the church. I grew up Christian school, Christian camp, Christian everything. And the pastor's kids are always the freaks. They're always the most wild ones. I don't know why. Like, my first kiss was with a pastor's son. Like, I, I love it. Sure. I, I don't know how old I was. It's because I was when you're young. Told I was like eight, something. eight or nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's taboo. And a lot of these pastors, like, I have a lot of megachurch pastors as my clients. And no offense, guys, but they have more skeletons in their closets than political leaders, honestly. And they're usually yeah. sexual skeletons because uh, skeletons because of the fact that it is so taboo in what they're doing. But, Becca, I want to talk to you from somebody's perspective that does have a lot of pastors as clients. 
And your dad, he has built that church, just like I've built a business, right? Catapult Enterprises, which took a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Your dad has chosen to be a pastor. Your dad, that's his, basically, let's face it, the church and the gospel, you know, it is kind of like a business, right? So wink, wink. And so your dad, you know, he's worked on building this ministry. And if you're going to do this, you've got to, like, See if he will accept it. See if he will understand where you stand. I don't know how old you are. If you're, you know, if you're still too young to get out of your parents' house, then, you know, you got to think about that and take that into consideration. But you can't be sleeping around with the women in the church. Yeah. That's going to cause so much problems for your family. For your family who's built the church, who has gotten the butts in the seats, who, you know, they're trying to do, your dad is probably being true to who he believes he is, and even though it might be wrong, and that's okay, that's his choice. So what you got to do is respect your own individual choice, and if he doesn't accept you, and he doesn't give you that unconditional love that you deserve, start your own damn church. Rebecca, I like Becca's, that. I like that a lot. Becca's, Becca's place of, you know, lesbian love, you know, whatever, you know, just no, be true. Like, that sounds like be true to yourself. To yeah. You know, I mean, just be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. And no, um, Becca, one more thing. No matter what, no matter what, you are created as a child of the most high God and God loves you no matter what. So don't ever question that. And when I say God, I mean the creator of the universe, everything, the solar system, the galaxies, not just the four quarters of the church and not just this planet. There's many, many planets, many, many galaxies. And that creator loves you, Becca, no matter what. All right. Next. I'm so happy that you said that. that. That was a good way to end that. All right. Yeah. Next question. What is the best way to ask and wife if we can have a threesome with another lady? Brendan. Yeah. Okay. So the thing is, Brendan is like, this is why it's so important before you get into a relationship to talk about your freak level, to talk about what is, what are the boundaries in the relationship? So if you're in a committed relationship and you've never discussed this before, then you're rolling the dice, right? Yeah. But if you have discussed it, and this is why everybody listening, when you're getting into a relationship, it's so important to know your freak level. What are the boundaries? And even when we're talking about polyamory individuals, they all have their own freak level. Some of, some of the people that are polyamory, they'll be a couple that will only have actual intercourse with each other, but they like to mess around with other couples. And, you know, and then other polyamorous couples, they have sex with, you know, the other polyamory couples. Like, it just depends on the situation. So I definitely think communication is key. You know, talk, if this is something you really want, then it's always going to be in the back of your mind. So communication, talk to her, wait till it's, don't just like bring it up abruptly, you know, wait till it's like kind of like a sweet situation. And, you know, you can just kind of smooth talk it. And just like, baby, what do you think about this? And, you know, how would you feel about this? Or what do you think? Or I heard this about, you know, a threesome. And how do you feel about that? And kind of wait for the right timing. Timing is always of the essence of these things. So that's yeah, the best 100%. advice. Yeah, and that's the best advice I can give you. And then if she's not open to it and it's something that you really want and you're, you know, then you need to move on and you need to let her go. You know, I would not. You know, I wouldn't be in a relationship that you feel like you're stifled because then you're just not going to be happy. Okay. I think it's yeah. important to add, if you, Brendan, if you were asking your, if you were asking your wife this, and if you genuinely love your li- your wife, tread lightly because asking someone something like that to a woman, and I was asked this recently. Did he say he was married or he is married? It's his, it's his wife. Oh, oh, but oh. if you ask her something like that, and yeah. if she's really not into it, it could really make her feel like she's just inadequate or not enough for you. And if you True. love her, that's not a Good feeling point. that you want to give her. So just yes. tread lightly. Completely agree, a hundred percent, definitely. Okay. And who knows? She might be totally into it. I want to spice things up. And maybe she's yeah. as bored as you are. Maybe, you know, a lot of times it's so funny because couples will come to me for counseling. And as soon as one of them opens the communication of, hey, I want to spice things up. Or, hey, let's try these new toys. Or, hey, let's, let's do something different. Or, what do you think about this? Or, let's have sex in public. Or, whatever it is. 
like you said earlier, like being in a relationship sexually, it becomes very routine. It becomes monotonous. So it's important to keep things spiced up. So she might be totally down for this. And the important thing is, is that if she is down for it, then you need to make sure it's a woman that she is attracted to, too, as well, especially since it was your idea. It's important because sometimes couples go be attracted to different types. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Has that ever happened to you? (laughs) Kathy, have you ever been with somebody and they're like, ooh, that person is hot? And you're like, no. (laughs) Not really. Yeah, I have. But yeah. For the most part, I tend to be a very open person, and I'm big into sexually experimenting, doing different things. But I think it's all about the way you bring it up. Because I had a guy recently who I'd just been dating who I've never even slept with. He's like, we should have a threesome. I'm like, yo, I've never even fucked you before. This is not the time to bring up the idea for a threesome. Moving on. Yeah, really. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. That's kind of... I hope you backed off. Did you back off from him? Of course I did. Good for you. I deserve nothing but the best. I will... Good. There you go. Do not settle, baby. Never settle. All right. Next question. Next question. Forgot to lock my door. My roommate walked in on me having sex with a guy, and she didn't know I. She didn't know I was having over. Ever since, since she keeps making references to my boobs and wanting to see me naked. It's getting awkward. What should I do, Destiny? Okay, Destiny. So obviously, it sounds like you're not into girls. And I'm assuming it's a girl that, you know, said this. she, so yeah, it is a female. So if you're not into that, then you need to set the boundaries and be real with her and just be like, listen, that's not what I'm into. I'm sorry, whatever the case may be. But let's give her some props, the roommate, because the roommate is being true to who she is and she's telling you, she's just being real about it. Maybe she's being too open and blunt about it. But maybe that's just her personality. And if you just tell her and you're just like, listen, that's not, you know, I'm not down for that. That's not what I'm into. Then she probably will respect that. After that point, once you say something and lay the groundwork and lay that boundary down, if she crosses the line again, then, you know, then definitely there's an issue. Okay. Past that point, there's an issue. Now, here's the other thing. You can't like, because a lot of times, Girls that are straight will be like, oh, well, that kind of turns me on that she's turned on by me. I'm going to tease her. So say you lay the boundary and you're like, look, I'm not down for that. But then you're like walking around naked or topless and you're yeah. kind of teasing her a little bit. Then you know what? Then you get whatever, you know, then you get it. If you keep forgetting to unlock your door on purpose or you do stuff like that and you tantalize and tease her, well, then she's got the right, you know, whatever. So don't tease. If you're going to put that, if you're not into it, you're not into it. But don't tease her, you know, and kind of lead her on because, you know, we can all be a little guilty of that as well. What do you I think? Agree. I agree. All right, cool. Yeah, 100%. All right. All right. A question that I really relate to. Girl. Oof. All right. I'm only 22, but I'm so sick of dating. Girl, same. It seems no one wants a real relationship or marriage anymore. What should I do? Caitlin. Okay, well, divorce rates, Caitlin, are down uh, tremendously because millennials are either choosing not to get married or they're waiting to get married so the marriages have a better shot. Um, So, yeah, marriage is becoming more and more extinct, um, honestly. But, again, just like the guy, I'm sure you might not want to hear this, but just like the guy that's into puppy play. Like, there's someone for everyone. There's definitely guys out there. And the more that we say that there's not guys out there that want a a serious relationship or want marriage, the more we're going to attract guys that aren't wanting marriage or a serious relationship. What you got to do is you got to change your, you know, what we speak about, we bring about. So whatever you speak into existence is basically your universal contract. So if I say, you know, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, like say I get sick and I'm like, I'm sick, I'm so sick, I'm so sick. Guess what? I'm going to stay sick. I'm probably going to get sicker. But if I say, you know what? I'm healthy, home, complete. I'm feeling so much better. I am, I am healed. Like I'm good. Like I know my body has (laughs) to heal itself and all my cellular activity is working together. Phenomenally. Yeah. And I'm good. Like, then you're going to be healed. You're going to feel better. But it's 
same thing. Like if I say, you know, if you say there's no guys out there, like you can't say that anymore. You got to change it. And you got to seriously convince yourself in your mind, you got to convince yourself, like, I know there's somebody out there right for me. Now, here's another thing. Maybe you're not hanging out in the right spot. Like if you really want somebody who, you know, is into marriage and all this stuff, maybe you should, you know, go to a church or go to, you know, or, or something or yeah. figure out where to meet a good boy. You know, you're not going to meet a good boy in the club. Like probably not. If he's hanging out with all his friends and he's hitting on everybody in the line, they're like, Oh, marriage and the marriage. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, that's not, maybe sometimes even in the grocery store and the produce aisle, wink, wink, great place. Great place. Like if they're doing their own shopping and they're in there and they're just he's a keeper, show. right? And yeah. yeah, and like and you know, there's there's tons of people out there. There's definitely somebody for you. Don't get discouraged. Twenty two years old, don't get discouraged. What yeah. so you feel that way I, too, Gabby? I was just gonna say, at twenty two years old and I'm I'm the same age, there's so much time. But I do get it because we're kind of in a generation of casual hookups and the forever in this talking stage. So for you, I just give it time. The right person will come around. I feel like there's that person out there for everybody. And like you said, if you keep the negative energy that there's not going to be anybody out there, then there really won't be. If you keep loving yourself and respecting yourself and wanting only the best, that's going to come for you. Okay, let's do two more. How many questions do we have left? We have five questions left. All right. Let's, we'll try to get, we'll try to do them all. Let's see what we can do. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Next question I'm really into older women I feel like young girls don't have a clue about what they want I'm dating someone now who looks awesome for her age but is 20 years older than me I'm not sure how to explain this to my family but I'm in love Luke okay Luke so this is like part of my reality my mom is married to a guy who's 18 and a half 19 years younger and the funny thing is is like uh, when she first brought him home it was so awkward for the family. It was so weird. I was like, who's this punk ass motherfucker? <laughs> I was like, well, bitch, please. Like, but, you know, I was out of the house, thank God. But my brother wasn't out of the house, so it was even more awkward for him. Um, but the thing is, is this, is that, you know, this is becoming more and more common. My mom and that guy happily married for over 20 years. So it does work. You know what I mean? There is a lot of situations where it works. Me, personally, I look great for my age. I'm not attracted to older guys. I'm attracted to young guys. I date young. You know, I just spoke. I think maybe it was last time you were on the show, Gabby. I was like, yeah, my, we age, limit, my age limit for guys is usually like 27. So what happens to me? Somebody younger than that I just crossed paths with, passed with and met recently. I'm like, honey, come to mama. Yeah, and he's so, and I'm telling you, like, this guy is so adorable, like, and he's been out on his own for years, he's more mature, he's got a career path, you know, but he's young, and, but he's mature, and so I think that we've got to throw the whole age thing out. Now, as far as your family goes, you know, maybe it'll be awkward at first, but once they see that you love this person, and this is it, and you Stand your ground. Now, if you falter and you're like, yeah, I know, it's kind of weird. And blah. But if you stand your ground and you're like, this is who I love, I want you guys to accept her, then you choose love over anything. If you've got to, like, separate yourself from your family. But most likely, if they think you're serious, they will come around. And this is so, this is becoming you know, more and more common because I think women like me were so sick of for years and years and years and for generations and generations and generations, it was always motherfucking okay for successful men that were older to marry someone half their age. And it's still already, it's so socially acceptable still to this day and age for all these older men to be with these younger women. But somebody like me, who's like, no, like I want to date somebody that's half my age or younger, then it's it's not socially acceptable it's and we're, we're fighting back. We're starting to fight back. And I don't even consider myself like a cougar. I don't have, I don't go chasing. They're attracted to me and they're coming to me. I don't need to go hunt down some motherfucking prey. The prey comes to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, a, like, I don't even like that term cougar, but whatever, if that's what I am, then so be it, baby. So you know what I'm saying? Like, just love it go for it, be happy, enjoy that, 
the woman that has, you know, all that experience that can bring something solid to the table. Also, the fact that she knows what the fuck she's doing in bed. So, and she's right. probably Take that not. as a win. Yes, yes, yes. And enjoy, enjoy yourself. So I'm totally supportive of that. Are you seeing more of this, Gabby? You're still young, but when you're like, when you get a little older, how do you feel? Like, would you date a younger guy when you get older? If, when I get older, 100%. Right now, I'm at that age. If I date somebody younger, it's probably a little Oh, older. no, you're good. You're still so young. You're only 22. Oh, my God. But yes. I, just, I just think that I have a strong belief that age really, if it's legal, that age is really nothing but a number. I think right. that somebody's maturity and their worth to you is not dependent on their age. And if, if she treats you well or he treats you well, who cares? We're it's about connection and chemistry. Once yeah. you're an adult, and if you have a connection with somebody, that's kind of fuck everybody else who judges you. Like I'm the chick bring the boys to the yard, and they're mm-hmm. like, it's better than yeah, yours. Right. Damn right. It's better yeah, than yours. I can teach you, but I have to charge. But I have to charge. Yes, yes, yes. So, like, every time the young guys come, it's like, that's the theme song. Okay. All right. I next question. I feel walking on the street. you're getting so fucking lean i mean you like you i mean you still got that booty going on i'm like damn you are you are leaning out you're looking phenomenal i know you've been working hard what have you been doing gabby what have you been doing you've just been hitting the gym a lot gym i added protein shakes to replace one of my meals a day and I've been taking CLA which has been helping me a lot just with like better diet and exercise and it's been working out for me and also I Good. learned tequila is better to drink <laughs> than than Hennessy and that's also my weight there you go there you go whatever works whatever works okay let's go and let's go ahead and get, right, like let's question. do like two more yeah all right Drew says, I'm very, very into this guy I met at work. He's ridiculously gorgeous, and I don't think I've ever been this attracted to someone in my entire life. I want to fuck his brains out. A mood. The problem is that we're both tops, and I can't just be a bottom. How do I convince him to assume that role, Drew? I have opinions on this. Okay, so I just can't be a bottom is what he said. I just he can't said, and I just can't be a bottom. Okay, so why are you expecting him to? Like, if you're saying, like, I'm a top and I just can't be a bottom, then why are you, why would you expecting expect him, from to? him So what I say is talk to him about it and tell him what's up and let him know. And, you know, sometimes just because somebody puts the label on themselves top, maybe he is open to being a bottom if there's chemistry there or whatever. And if he's not, then be friends, go out and find yourself some bottoms, period. Like, yes. don't try to, like, sway him. But I would be, I would talk to him and be, like, real with him and be like, hey, look, like, this is what's up. Like, what do you think? And just because he has the label, maybe he is open to it, but you're obviously not, so don't expect him to be, number one. And then if he's not, then just vibe and go out and, like, find yourself some bottoms. Like I said, like, just enjoy life, you know, don't make it such a big thing and just, you know, but don't expect to change somebody and don't try to sway them from their preferences when you're not even, you know, willing to change yours. So, yeah. All right. I just, I have a lot of gay, I have a lot of gay guy friends and me too. the ones who talk to me about how phenomenal their sex lives are, they're verse. There's not one person who's strictly top and one who's strictly bottom. They take turns and just have intimate, fun, hot fucking sex with each other. So if you're not willing to if you're not willing to ever bottom, I wouldn't expect that from him. So you need to just you need Yeah, to I know the verse boys are like, you know, the way that most gay guys that I'm friends with want to go. But there is gay guys who definitely like stick with the preference. Yeah. Too, you know what I mean? So it goes it goes both ways and it's just, you know, that's the variation of life and that's what, you know, whatever. But I love like I'm just like like, gay guys are, like, the best, or the best, like, when it comes to ever, everything, and I think it's the best friend that a girl can have, because they're not trying to fuck you, they're going to be totally honest with you, you know, they're going to give you great advice, you know, from everything, you know, like, you know everything, <laughs> and so I just, I just, I love, 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 but yeah, I mean, you know, we just have to respect people's boundaries, though, you know what I mean, if they do have yeah. a boundary, but yeah, okay, and let's do one more. 
All right. Our last question is going to be from Christine. I've been with my husband for four years, and every time we have sex, I have to think of a woman or I can't get off. He doesn't know. Is this normal? Should I tell him? Am I lesbian even though I've only messed around with one girl? Okay. This is totally normal. Very, very common, especially, you know, for women that are in long-term relationships. You're, you know, whether you're a lesbian or not, that probably, you know, is is really an individual thing that you'll have to explore. If you're into this, then, then yeah, explore it and go for it. But most likely it's just like fantasy, you're bored in the relationship. So what I would do is I would maybe, I would either, if it's not something you're going to explore and you know that you're not a lesbian and you don't want to definitely physically be with a woman and it's just a fantasy in your head, then I wouldn't tell him because it might cause concern, whatever the case may be, but maybe you need to spice up that relationship and your sex life with your husband. If it is something that you definitely want to explore and you, you know, and it's something that you want to do, then you should talk to him about it and you should have that communication and you should say, listen, I don't know what's up with me, but this is what's going on and I have to, you know, be real about it and, and move forward. So, yeah, I mean, it just depends on the situation. These things can be, like, very – because another thing is, is, like, say that it's just a fantasy and she's just thinking about – and that's so common. It's so, so common. This is more common than what you think. Like, it's very common that people are in monogamous, you know, heterosexual relationships, marriages, and, you know, and this is happening. And it could be just a fantasy. But if it's beyond a fantasy, then, yeah, you definitely need to explore it, and you definitely need to discuss it with him. So, yes! Do you have any input on that last question, Gabby girl? I do. I think it has a lot to do with just, like, as we previously previously talked about sexually being a spectrum I wouldn't I would say yes it is normal I would not judge yourself for it and just listen to Dr. Zoe because she just knows all <laughs> thank you so much and thank you so much for coming and co-hosting with me tonight and to of all my course. listeners yes and to all my listeners tune in next time for real raw relevant information on love sex and relationships <laughs>